0: So here's the thing. Dustin wanted to cancel this week. And we just we thought, like, okay, well, this is our first chance to just record without Dustin because you don't understand what he does to us. (laughs) Like (laughs) we're finally free. (laughs) So we're recording this in secret. He probably won't even notice that it's up. But just, you know, if anyone could mail us like a nail file and a cake um what's our what's our uh, safe like so if i say what's a phrase that we could say like if i say this next week you know that he's like about to fire me <laughs> it's uh
1: it's 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 uh I, dustin's you know, great <laughs> it's dustin it's dustin is wonderful or i you're right dustin animation is overrated <laughs>
0: Just you're right Dustin if we agree to dust mm, if we agree yeah. with Dustin that is our call for help
1: um, <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Pajiba the Pajiba television podcast I am Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura with me, as always, our Pajiba managing editor Tori Preston.
0: Hi, Dan. Hi, Tori. And
1: Dustin's not here today. Woo hoo! Uh, which, uh, <laughs> thank God, is is all we can say. Um, like he, it's he just, left a it's note. It's
0: like a weight has been off, like taken off of my shoulders. Yeah. Just a dead weight. He
1: uh, he he left a note and said that he was uh, he was very ashamed that he had not yet watched all of night sky on amazon which is the newest whole show and yeah. uh, he felt like uh, he was not he didn't want to talk about the 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 shows that he had watched
0: so. he didn't watch enough shows right. um, like really he was failing across the board mm-hmm. but you know holes come first and if you haven't finished if you, it's kind of like dinner and dessert like you have to yep. finish your peas before you can have your pudding right. he needs to finish his hole before he can have whatever was Riverdale on this week I don't know Probably uh, whatever other things <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever other 25 shows he watches
0: does anyone listen he just rattles them off <laughs>
1: I feel like he's making it up most of the time. I mean, unfortunately, neither of us can uh can verify, but
0: no. No, although every time he talks about New Amsterdam, I I've forgotten. I always want to correct him and say it's The Resident, but I can't <laughs> but it's not even that I'm joking. I just genuinely can't remember which that's... medical show he watches. <laughs> I want to be like, you mean The Resident, right?
1: He does mean The Resident. That's the, he, yeah. That's the thing. Um But we, we, without Dustin, this is going to be a different show. It'll probably be shorter. Um, But uh, Tori, what are you drinking?
0: Oh, I'm having. Well, Dustin's gone, so I'm. I'm, I decided to celebrate with some whiskey. (laughs) So I'm having a Glenmorangie with uh, with sherry cask finish. Uh, And then I put seltzer in it because it's still very hot out.
1: Okay, and how is that?
0: It's good. It's nice.
1: Uh, I'm having uh, more yogurt flavored soju because (laughs) what started as a joke has now become something that I guess I actually enjoy Um, because it mostly tastes like the yogurt. I mean, not. Yeah, it mostly tastes like the yogurt flavor. And then you just get a little bit of alcohol in there. So
0: have you ever thought about mixing it into like a yogurt smoothie? Like, can you amp up the yogurt flavor?
1: I could, but I think I'd have to amp it up with, like, the Asian-style yogurt drink flavor. Yeah. it's that kind of yogurt. It's not like, you know, American
0: yeah. yogurt. You can't just, like, pour kefir in it or something.
1: I don't, yeah. I feel like that would be weird. But um, I could definitely amp it up or just mix it to the point where you don't taste it and then you just drink the whole thing. And then you're very drunk very quickly. Because it's not, I mean, it's not a lot of alcohol, but it's not, it's like 12%. So it's not like, you know, it's not like a beer. Um, yeah. But.
0: That'll, and you have, it's like a whole beer-sized bottle.
1: Yeah, it's like a beer-sized thing. It's like a couple beers worth of alcohol. yogurt-flavored alcohol. <laughs> um, again, not, this is not what I intended when uh, I first got it, but. Uh, this is where we are. So here we are. <laughs> in, it's uh, this is coming out in June, which is shocking, because how is it June already? That's crazy. Shouldn't be. It's too quick. Well, it's
0: May thirtieth for us. That's true. Let's not time travel. Let's focus on. All it's right. not yet June.
1: I think I named the. Yep, I named the recording the wrong day, but that's fine. Uh, I can fix that. So it's not You've already sh- had half
0: a yogurt soju. I may have had
1: some <laughs> yogurt soju. Uh, look, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about a little bit of TV, but mostly we're gonna make fun of Dustin. Um, oh, he's uh, the worst. It's just like I was trying to figure out what show, like what new network show, might be like the most Dustin show, but then I got bored halfway through. Trying to just look at the list of the shows because they were all just they are all just destiny, you know.
0: Well, and it doesn't matter because he'll watch them all anyway. Like that's the thing about Dustin is that, like whether he likes it or not, he just keeps watching. Right. Even um, when he's like, "Oh, I finally like quit a show," he goes back to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I don't like, know. If oh, it like counts. there's another there's another the rookie coming next year. Like a spinoff. So, yeah, a spinoff. So he's going to watch that. Um, there's a CBS drama. and no, I'm just going through a list. There's a CBS <laughs> drama uh, called So Help Me Todd, which is uh, a PI and his mom. Uh, with Skylar Aston and Marsha Gay Harden. Oh,
0: so. that could actually be kind of cute. It could be fun. I mean, it um, probably won't be, but, you know.
1: <laughs> there's True Lies. They're doing the TV version of True Lies.
0: Is that the one? No, I'm thinking of the Mr. and Mrs. Smith one, which I thought they were adapting.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith is the Amazon one with Donald Glover. With Donald
0: Glover, yeah. Yeah.
1: And now Maya Erskine, before it was uh, Phoebe waller Phoebe
0: Waller-Bridge, yeah. Uh, So then what's True Lies?
1: True Lies is CBS is doing a TV version of True Lies with, I think... Matt Nicks created it, the guy who did Burn Notice. Oh. So, it would be fun. Do we probably. know who's in it? Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Steve Howey and Ginger Gonzaga. I don't know who Steve Howey is. Ginger Gonzaga's great, but she's been in a lot of comedies.
0: Steve Howey sounds like one of those football players who tries to turn to acting. <laughs>
1: Let's see what see how he's been in. Um <laughs> this, this is a great episode. He was Oh, he was on Shameless for a long time, which I've never seen, so uh yeah. Pretty much you probably know him from Shameless.
0: Didn't Dustin try to make us watch that during the uh um, He put
1: it on the list.
0: On the yeah. That didn't get far.
1: I don't think so. Um yeah, other than Shameless, he's been like a guest star in stuff where I'm like, I'm sure I saw him, but I don't remember who he was. He was also in the uh, the WB, the UPN sitcom Reba, back in the early 2000s.
0: That show went, didn't that show go on forever, or did it just get syndicated forever? That
1: show went for 125 episodes, though so it did go for a while.
0: So it beat anger management.
1: It did be anger management.
0: I wonder why I know that, Dan. Why do I know how long <laughs> in your management went?
1: Look, <laughs> we can all agree that mistakes were made and uh people had to watch things that they should not have had to watch and myself included. So <laughs> look, I suffered just as much as everybody. That's true. Um anyway. Uh look, Dustin's not here because he he just he he abandoned us. For his family, I guess. I don't know.
0: Which, you know, like come on, take two hours once a week and spend time with your poor subordinates.
1: Right. He doesn't even have to do any of the like he just shows up and just does a bunch of nonsense and drinks drinks a lot.
0: Last week he was already drunk.
1: Oh, that's right. He pre drank
0: week. <laughs> it worked out great. <laughs> it did. Um. So yeah, so Dustin um, So we're loose We're able to Mm -hmm. do whatever we want But we're Mm -hmm. also a little bit lost
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Because it does feel like low-hanging fruit To make fun of him when he isn't here Mm -hmm. But we can also finally be honest Right Because what's he going to do, fire us? He doesn't listen to the podcast That's true (laughs) We can say whatever we want
1: Oh, the only downside now that I'm realizing is that whatever things we assign him, he will not know because no, he...
0: those we'll have to tell him, and then we'll right. just say you'll you know you should listen to the podcast to verify. But we already we already promised that you'll right. watch all of Night Sky, yeah, um, and maybe Spy Family, um, mm-hmm. and he can't really speed that up because he has to read the subtitles. <laughs> I guess it depends on how fast he can read. Uh, what else? uh oh you know what we could do we could come up with a homework assignment um Mm -hmm. similar to the 100th episode what what episode would next week be like episode 130 or something yeah uh
1: that is a good question
0: (laughs) we could just randomly be like uh we're picking the best one 131st episodes (laughs) of
1: shows well no we're past that let me hang on it's it's loading um it's not loading um all right, that's not working. Uh we're but we're in like one thirty something. Something.
0: We could tell Let's him see. he has to prepare that. That would be We could give um, him a list of shows to watch and then we don't watch them and he has to also talk about those.
1: Uh oh shoot, why is it not gonna Oh, okay. This will be today is episode one thirty eight.
0: Okay, so next week would be, yeah, so it would be <laughs> the best 139th show.
1: <laughs> that, I'm sure, will be amazing. Um, and, we could tell him you
0: know, he has to come up with one. Yeah, we fine. Uh,
1: we should briefly talk about TV, right? Maybe? I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, well, so it's Memorial Day, which mm-hmm. is kind of why everything's a total shit show. Right. Um but it means so yeah, so all of Strangers Things premiered, uh Obi-Wan premiered Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. Uh which is actually Baby
1: Leia. Baby Leia spoilers. Um <laughs> wait was wait, am I leaving the Stranger Things stuff in since we talked about it kind of?
0: Oh, I don't know. Do you want me to redo it? I can I can do it better.
1: Uh <laughs> Well, let's talk about it briefly, just because I, okay. like, I feel like that was more just me asking dumb questions.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So, Stranger Things premiered the first part of season four. The second part, which was like seven episodes uh, or seven movies, depending on how you tell time. Uh, <laughs> the second part will come back, uh, I believe, July 1st. So, it ends on sort of a cliffhanger. Um But you don't have to wait a whole year, because I would not remember. I never remember what happened in Stranger Things, so I'm really glad they're only making me wait a month. Uh, That said, I thought this season, despite the absurd run times, was a lot better. I hated season three. There were parts of it that were interesting. Uh, Mostly Steve Harrington and his little um, ice cream sailor suit. Uh, But most of it was really annoying. Uh, This season, it's kind of like they... Course corrected all of the annoying stuff out and then leaned into all of the good stuff. So, uh, Mike, Will, Jonathan, the like annoying brother, Nancy's boyfriend, they all are kind of like off in California and they kind of, the story like literally just sort of abandons them by the roadside. Um, 11 ends up back in a lab trying to get her powers back with Paul Reiser and Matthew Modine, Um, That gets pretty interesting. Um, But then all the characters that we actually care about, which, again, is mostly Steve, his hair, and Dustin, and the other kids, um, they're carrying the bulk of the story. Like, they're doing... They're in Hawkins. They're dealing with a uh, serial killer who is basically Freddy Krueger, which is funny because they actually introduce Robert Englund uh, to explain the backstory. Uh, He is... So, which is just kind of a nice nod. Um, and I don't know if it's too early for spoilers, but I will say I think that the, the big bad of the season is... It was better executed than I think. I would gotten kind of sick of Stranger Things because it felt like the threat was always in Hawkins and had to do with the upside down, but the vision kind of ended at, like, a bigger demogorgon like it mm-hmm. just always was like this monster from this other realm and it will be a right. bigger monster that does worse things but it's always that. Right. And it gets really boring. Um and this season it's kind of like they they found a they finally found an interesting bad big bad that still has ties to the upside down but in a way that illustrates more about that realm um, okay. which the show hasn't done in a long time. They haven't actually like told us new things about this other place. This season, we're actually like spending a lot of time in it. Um, learning more about the history, how the first door to it was like, there's, they're finally expanding on that lore. Um, and the big bad is someone who is formerly human or is, I don't know how that humanity works, but whatever is a monster and also human. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of goes, it's, it's a very Freddy Krueger-esque thing, but, uh, similarly has ties to a lot of different storylines. So like the big reveal in the last episode of who the big bad is ties a lot of disparate things together. Um, but it's actually satisfying. Um, and it's a really good actor doing it. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that the show is like, I had a lot more fun with this season than I did last season, which I was not expecting. (laughs) I was expecting to continue watching this show much like I did heroes where it's just diminishing returns the whole time. And then eventually I'm like, why do I keep spending time? But it's like, you just keep watching it because you have continued to watch it thus far. And like, why quit? Um, It's the Dustin answer of things, (laughs) but this season is the first time in quite a while where I'm actually happy. I kept watching it because it was very much my bag. Um, Also super gross. Forgot the show it could be very, very gross. <laughs> um, So yeah, I don't know. That happened. We'll see what happens next.
1: And uh, Wait, sorry. How many episodes were there for this Seven. first half? Seven. Seven episodes, episodes. And most of them are movie length? The
0: last one definitely was a movie. The previous ones were all, I believe, well over an hour.
1: Okay. So. So there's definitely but, like... 10 episodes worth of material. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But like I said, they keep... The show show just keeps adding characters, but they don't Mm -hmm. take away characters. I mean, occasionally, they'll kill a character off, but like... (laughs) So now they have this just gigantic cast, and they won't let anyone go. (laughs) And so you end up with like you know in a given episode they have to check in on like the dude who's in russia and check Mm -hmm. in with like you know winona Ryder who's trying to get to russia and they have to check in with the people who are in california and the people in the lab and the people in hawkins and the other people in hawkins and the other people in hawkins and And, like
1: oh i think i just um, realized something that this show is your walking dead
0: you shut your fucking mouth (laughs) No, it's not because you know what? They haven't done a bunch of dumb spinoffs of it yet. <laughs> yet. Yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: Walking Dead. I at least quit after like season three. <laughs> oh, well, that was you know an awakening. I didn't. Well, now that need. I've
1: ruined it for you, because <laughs> I've never seen Stranger Things. So I have no. I have no idea. All I know is something about the '80s, uh, and there's kids. And um monster thing, and justice for Barb. though so that's justice for Barb. That's what I know. Like I know also uh, <laughs> the first season of Stranger things was so long ago that uh, the actress who played Barb was, I think after she was already out of the show was on the one season uh, Jason Katim show Rise, which nobody remembers. <laughs> The yes. one about the, the drama club that, uh, 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 oh shoot, this is, I, I shouldn't not remember the actor's name, but Ted Bosby was was the teacher. Oh, um, and, I don't remember uh, his name either. Uh, and it, it went, Josh Radner, that's his name. Um, he's the drama teacher in like Steel Town, Pennsylvania, and we're going to solve problems by putting on a musical. Um, and it only went mid-season and it was cancelled
0: well because Christopher Guest already did it you know it was a very good movie
1: yeah
0: Uh, yeah it's been a while at one point I was watching some interview with Winona Ryder where she's like Mm -hmm. you know I've been working with these kids for 10 years and I'm like what
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's not right is that right that can't be right.
0: I mean, like, I don't... I, I mean, no disrespect to an owner rider, but she's not, like, the person that I would trust to give me an accurate, you know, accounting of time. <laughs> right. And I love that about her. But on the other hand, like, also, I can't give an accurate accounting of time, so I can't disprove right. her. Has right. it been 10 years? I don't know. Some of the kids still look like kids. I mean, they're getting older, but they have to do this weird CG thing with a... Uh, um, Millie Bobby Brown who plays Eleven because um, they they do these flashbacks to kind of where she was when the show started and that is dramatic because she's like a foot shorter mm-hmm. um, so they're filming all these new scenes with her but they have to like sh- not just de-age her but like physically shrink her huh. um, and I'm impressed by how well it works compared to some v- very bad cg i've seen lately but Mm -hmm. i mean you know i also kind of wish they had just done the in men the rory kinnear's face on a child's like
1: oh yeah but that was that was creepy and um it was intentional uh, oh yeah but um (laughs) wait did you did you okay so we're not a video game podcast but have you ever played uh uh disco elysium no Do you know about it
0: no it's like an rp
1: it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of rpg it's 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 super fun it's really well written that's kind of like the claim to fame is people are like get obsessed with the characters and the design and stuff but when did um, it come i haven't out? finished it it came out a few years oh. ago but it's they just re-released like a like a like a special edition, basically, like maybe last year. Um, okay. Is I'm, I'm not that far into it. It's everything at this point.
0: It's everything. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, I got to find uh, it. I yeah. love Because
1: uh, I've been playing it very slowly. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, it's many people have played it already, so it's not like anything new. But the, uh, the again, not that we're talking about the movie Men, but... <laughs> <laughs> are not Kinier a video kid. game or movie. <laughs> yeah. Reminded me of, there's a character in, in Disco Elysium named Kuno, who's just like a foul mouth child. And, um, and watching the movie, I was just like, Oh, this, now it's... I just, I'm just thinking of Kuno.
0: Well, and so wait, to bring it full circle back to okay, um, television, they released the trailer for the new, the next season of umbrella academy which has number 5 who mm-hmm. is the child the 15 year old kid with the you know who's like an old man in a kid's body mm-hmm. um and he's like my favorite character in the whole thing um and he's very much that like he doesn't look older but it's like he's the foul mouth like yeah he just says these horrible things <laughs> but looks so adorable in his like little yeah. schoolboy outfit <laughs> yeah and i'm Actually, looking forward to the next season. That show is much more fun than I. Like it always impresses me how much I enjoy the show when I'm watching it. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and the boys comes. Hmm? What?
0: I was gonna say, and the boys comes back this week.
1: That's true. That's okay. That's a show I've actually watched. (laughs) You've actually. Like, <laughs> so I've you've actually seen. Never the seen boys.
0: You've never seen *Umbrella Academy*. No. Oh. It's okay. I, just,
1: I miss. There's a lot of stuff I miss on Netflix.
0: You watch a lot of things I don't watch, like good uh, television.
1: No, that's not necessary. <laughs> um, I did watch *Shorzy* on Hulu. Uh, oh
0: yeah, what I saw that on the list. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, very briefly. Uh, so, Letterkenny. Which is now up to season ten on Hulu. Although you know their seasons are like six episode seasons, so it's like it's like like a season is really two like two seasons is really one season because they'll do like a six episode season in the summer and then a six episode season in the winter. Um, Right. Okay. uh, But but they uh, the creators of of Letterkenny created a spinoff called Shorzy, which follows in Letterkenny. So you you've never seen Letterkenny, right? Or no. you? Okay. Uh, Jared Kiso, who's the creator of Letterkenny and also he plays the lead in in the show. Um, <clears throat> he plays a second character in Letterkenny who's named Shorezy and he's a foul-mouthed uh, hockey player. And Child. part of the part of the joke is that you never see his face. He's always like facing away from the camera and he just has like this goofy high voice. And any scene with him is just like a two to three minute scene of him insulting everybody, and then like them saying, "Fuck you, Shorzy. and he just like insults them some more um that's literally all this character does is like he plays hockey and insults people um and then and so they they created a spin off show called Shorzy, which follows him, so you actually see his face this time and of i mean he looks like Jared Kiso because it's him
0: um
1: yeah. but uh, it's it's basically the tone of letterkenny doing ted lasso because the plot of it he it follows him he's joined like a terrible hockey team in like a terrible league that nobody cares about <laughs> and the team is about to fold but then he promises like we will never we will never lose again if you like let me fix this team like, yeah um and and then you know but that's that's like the plot over a 20 minute episode where most of the episode is people insulting each other. So, <laughs> um, so it's, again, it's, it's very much like if you like, le- like, I don't think, I don't think I I would say if you liked Ted Lasso, watch it, but I would say right. if you like Letterkenny, then it's, it's a similar, you know, obviously it's a similar vibe, um, but it's right. Letterkenny doing like a, like a Ted Lasso kind of story. Yeah. Um, not a spoof, but just like, this is like their version of an inspirational thing sports drama yeah that sounds great <laughs> it's it's pretty fun there's a lot of there's i mean letter kenny and also shorzy episodes basically have kind of like a few main components to it one is like a lot of music like well selected music um there's uh there's usually a lot of fighting um and then most physical of the, or, or verbal. Well, both, but like okay. the the physical is pretty brief, and then most of the episode, most scenes are just people insulting each other. Um, like like there like there is a scene as an example of uh, Shorzy uh, telling the team owner, I- introducing all the players that he wants her to hire to like make the team better, and. It's again. It's like a five-minute scene, and ninety mo- percent of the scene is just the characters in the scene insulting each other. Um, that sounds But great. the but the plot mechanic of it is: here are the four new characters you're about to meet. <laughs> so, and there, so, there are definitely things that I miss because there are a lot of Canada jokes that I don't understand. Um, but um, if you understand Canada, there's it probably also is better.
0: I'm practically Canadian. That's true. Um, yeah, I've always like Letterkenny is always like on my Hulu homepage. Like mm-hmm. it, it no like Hulu is like you should watch this. It's like the one time the algorithm is right, and every time I'm like I should, and then I realize like there's a show. There's always something else that like. I, right. Like, like the recently it was, it was my husband and I realized that we were like a season behind, like that a whole season of uh, My Hero Academia had been added. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh yeah, we should probably catch up on that. Like we should, there's always something that's like, I we're already in the midst of that we need to watch. right um, But Letterkenny is just sitting there like, yeah. like you should watch me. <laughs> like, I know.
1: <laughs> and part of it, it's just, it's very, it's very consistent, like. I feel like it. It. I actually think Letterkenny kind of started slow at the beginning, and then kind of found its groove, and then kept improving, and then kind of plateaued. So you know, like like at this point, it's basically like the show is more or less you know what you expect. Yeah. Um, like I don't know that they're necessarily growing at this point, um, or like expanding, but. Um,
0: is it? I mean, in terms of view, it's not like would it, would it a fair comparison be um it's always sunny in philadelphia or no
1: uh i think it's a fair comparison in that it's a show that very like knows very specifically what it is and like if you like if you like it you could probably drop in and out as you want to right um like like you can with always sunny although i'm actually doing an always sunny rewatch right now just for fun it's so good i'm still only back in like season three so i've got a lot to go but um... it's
0: great it's even like i love the rewatch thing because it's like the show did mature just in the sense of like they understand even given the fact that like it's not that nothing's off limits it's that they've learned like the as the boundaries of taste have shifted because it's been Mm -hmm. on the air for so long i love seeing where like the stuff that was like horrible but okay to air back then now it's like they would never have done that because it's right. horrible and also horrible right. <laughs> like and so you can see the show find new targets that are just yeah. as horrible yeah but aren't are like at least they don't feel bad about themselves for doing it right right <laughs>
1: um i i think that the difference is and also you know even though they're 10 seasons in it's much fewer episodes and it's covering a less, you know, a shorter amount of time. Um, I don't think, um, Letterkenny hasn't gone through that kind of evolution. Um, like, I yeah. feel like the things that they've evolved are more just like, they've found more interesting things for the characters. Like, so, so like characters who were one note become, you know, slightly more nuanced versus, um, but but the show itself hasn't. I don't I don't know that it's. Yeah, I don't know that it that it, I would say it's changed much, um, in the way that like right. even always sunny, you know. You look at, like by the most recent season, there's like a shocking amount of heart, and, or like the last few seasons, there's like a lot of yeah. heart and pathos in those epi- in some of those episodes that.
0: It's kind of uh, like from when they finally let Matt come out. Yeah. Like it's suddenly like, oh no, we can like really like deal with these characters.
1: Even though they're still insane like 90% of the time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Also, I like that the show has gotten a lot more like uh with Dennis being clearly a psychopath. (laughs) Sociopath? I well, you know, Dennis. Yeah. Um, but I like how it was always treated as like kind of a gag in the beginning. And it's just like steadily gotten more. It's like, they just leaned all the way in where all the characters are like, it's not just a one-off gag. It's like, no, right. he's, he's genuinely <laughs> a disturbing person. Right. And that is his chief character trait.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like everyone acknowledges it. <laughs> um, right. uh, did you, did you end up watching? You didn't watch Kids in the Hall, did you?
1: Oh, I uh, I started. It, I watched the first episode, so I'm okay. I haven't finished it yet, but yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed to talk it. To somebody about it. I know. I was. I enjoyed it overall. Um, I will finish it. Um, I don't care. It's okay. No, I know. But I mean, I actually no. I mean, I actually do want to finish it. Um, but I was trying to think I'm trying to think like what my favorite sketch in the first episode was I think it was probably the dinner the restaurant sketch
0: oh yeah Um, is it the pie
1: the pie yeah yeah that
0: comes back around sort of okay they have a lot of like recurring characters that will like they'll do different sketches like yeah
1: oh and just weirdly the um, the the two, I'm, I'm playing on their names, but the two executive characters, there's just the ending of the episode where yeah. they're just like, no, we're just going to let this run. <laughs> just keep keep doing stuff.
0: Yeah, they're kind of the ultimate frame for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's one sketch in a later episode that because they'll kind of do these sketches where it's like they they check in. It's like the the frame sketch for the episode where it's like, that is the story that they'll check in on a couple times. Mm. And so there's one episode where that's, that sketch is this apocalyptic DJ. Um, And I saw that Dave Foley like did an interview on it and the whole joke, he was like, you know, I didn't expect like, people have really responded to the sketch, but like I, he's like, I was surprised. I'm surprised that the, the other, character like the other actors let me do this on the show i'm surprised that people like it i'm surprised that anyone wants to talk to me about it (laughs) like the whole interview is him being like because like and it's true when you watch it there isn't a punchline. Mm -hmm. like it's not it feels very different from everything else and but i i appreciated it which is just it's a guy in a bunker um and he's trying to continue djing but he only has one record and it's a single for this song and it's like like you um, I got a brand new pair of roller skates you've got a brand new whatever that song is it's like this yeah. terrible song yeah. and so the whole sketch is just him doing a DJ intro queuing up that song and playing it while he like stares off into the distance <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and by the end like the third iteration of this at the end of the episode is that his generator is failing <laughs> It's just like the lights going out as the song continues to play. And it's, there's no punchline. It's just so fucked up. (laughs) And it's, it's kind of wonderful.
1: That sounds great. Um, Yeah. I can't wait to get to it. Um, uh, But I'm going to beg for us to move on only because uh, this episode is already longer than I was expecting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We were supposed to, well, we were just supposed to make fun of Dustin, but that kind of, he's kind of an easy target. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't really have anything else to say, do we? Barry was uh, good. I don't know.
1: Barry was good. Um uh Hacks finally f- I mean, I've been enjoying this season of Hacks, but I feel like it's finally hit like, oh, this is what they've actually been building to. Yeah. Um and it's I think there are only two episodes left if I'm correct.
0: I think so. I we should be, yeah.
1: We're six in, so I don't know if it's eight so or so. There ten. should be two more. Yeah. yeah. Um but Not, I mean, you know, it's been enjoyable generally the whole time, but, um, but it's definitely like they, they've kind of hit the point of like, oh, okay, this is, this is what they've been building to is this like breakthrough moment. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Obi-Wan premiered, which was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Well, I don't know if we, if that was pre-show or not. (laughs)
0: No, it was show, but we didn't really talk about it much. It was fine. It was fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, Sung Kang, isn't it? So that's good. Under um, a lot of makeup. Under a lot of makeup. Uh, I did not recognize him. Um, yeah. I was just like, oh, good for him.
0: Yeah. Just get that money. Yeah. The Star Wars uh, thing. So then they keep inviting you to all of the fan conventions, mm-hmm. and you can. I feel bad. Like I, f... like, are we supposed to know his character? Like, is he from a cartoon?
1: I don't know. It's... And Dustin definitely doesn't know.
0: Da- no, I mean Dustin would be useless. Yeah. Um If we could ever get Mike, Mike can fill all of this in. He he mm-hmm. mentioned something about. The, Inqui- the grand inquisitor die. Somebody said, I think he said that and like, but like that doesn't match mesh with the cartoon continuity. Oh, um, I don't know, but I wouldn't know. Um, but baby Leia,
1: baby Leia is really the breakout star. Um, and also whatever deal, uh, Jimmy Smith's made to look as handsome as so ever. So
0: young. <laughs> And you and McGregor as well, but like, Jimmy Smith's man. That's Um, good. You know what? Here's what I thought. Did I mention this before? Baby Yoda could show up. I mean, you know, Grogu, not like actual Baby Yoda. Because Baby Yoda is 50 years old when we meet him in The Mandalorian. Right. But that takes place later. This is happening before Star Wars. This is Wait, like between the, the prequels and the new. The ones.
1: Mandalorian happens. This Wonder is minutes. this this show is ten years before. Uh, the new hope. The original. A new hope. A new hope. Yeah. And then Mandalorian is like somewhere around like it's several years after Jedi, so it's probably like ten to fifteen years. So you're right, Baby Yoda is probably like in his twenties.
0: Yeah, so he mm. could be like a just like a infant Yoda. Like we could right. get. We could get a younger Grogu. And I'm not saying that needs to happen. But think of the merchandise.
1: A slightly smaller Grogu.
0: I would buy it.
1: I mean, I, I, don't, I don't own any Baby Yoda merchandise, but I probably would also buy it. Yeah. So uh, you but yeah, put the... them
0: next to each other.
1: <laughs> All they have to do is just make a slightly smaller mold and it's the same thing.
0: Right, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you can uh, have and it could be like the phases of man, you know, but it's just like 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 baby or Yoda, Baby mm-hmm. Yoda and then like Yoda. Mhm.
1: Um oh, one thing that I was struck by other than so yes, uh there is a uh so Leia and Luke are 10 uh at this point in the continuity. Uh and young Leia is apparently Based on the first two episodes, at least, will be a major part of the story, um, which is which is great because that was actually the part that was the most exciting. Like the rest of it, there are moments that are fun. There are moments that feel like, oh, this is cool, or this is something that I feel like I understand. I feel have the nas- nostalgic feel for, but because we don't really know much about Leia, in like yeah. this and specifically this period of her life, that um, that's. Uh, that's a nice, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a smart move to try to make that, you know, yeah as central as it feels so far.
0: Also, she's not on Tatooine. Right. Which is great. Just <laughs> for a change of pace.
1: Yeah. So it's not all Tatooine again.
0: Again. Like, it's just, it's a whole goddamn galaxy far, <laughs> far away. <laughs> there are other planets. There's space. Just be in space. Just do fucking anything. <laughs>
1: one one other thing that I was kind of enjoying was how like. I, I mean, look, the, the the show is fine, and it's it's not it's not like mind blowing. Like I think, uh, I think we were talking about this pre show that like, yeah. you, you if you've watched any amount of any moderate amount of television, you'll probably see most of the twists coming. At least again, out of the first two episodes. Um, But one thing that does amaze me is how people who played a role, you know, now 15, 17 years ago are back to play that role again. Like that Disney was just like, all right, how much money to come back and play this role? Because Jimmy Smith is back. Uh, Joel Edgerton, who was not a big actor at the time and is much bigger now, is back to play uh, Owen, Uncle Owen. (laughs) Yeah, um, which is which is like it's like a, it's great and it's kind of cool to see, but it's also like that's I, it's just weird to be like that they have that much power.
0: But also, so this is something I was thinking about because another one of the complaints that has been uh, lobbed at the show, which granted, um, is that like it costs so much money, and you don't see it on screen. Mm-hmm. Like it, frankly, some of it like that Woods chase scene, like some of it looks very, but like, like something you would have seen in Hercules or Xena or something Mm. like this is not, where is the hundred million dollars going? Whatever. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's going to actor salaries. Right. (laughs) Like it's like they got Ewan McGregor and Jimmy Smith. It's like, it's, I don't think it is going to the filmmaking. I think it's going to the salaries. Um, like, I want to know how much Ewan McGregor is getting for this. And Hayden Christensen, like, I mm-hmm. can't imagine he would have, like, if I were him, I would have demanded some money.
1: Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And, like, uh...
0: he took enough shit for playing Anakin all those years ago. Like, I think yes. it it only works if he comes back. And it's like, yeah, so pay me. Right. <laughs> so anyway, I hope everyone is getting a lot of money. Um. Enough money to justify why we're not seeing that money on screen,
1: right? Because sometimes um,
0: it doesn't look very
1: good. Yeah, but you know, for the for the most part, it's it's still. I don't know. I'm. It's it's not. I I don't know. I feel like I've said this before on this podcast. I don't know if I have, but um, I've as a kid, I thought I was like a real diehard Star Wars fan. And I think one thing that, I mean, I still enjoy it, but like one thing that I think I've discovered is that, oh, I'm like an intermediate level fan. And so like, I don't know all the ins and outs and I'm okay with that because like, I can enjoy this show and it's like, it's fine. And it's not gonna, but it's not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not emotionally invested in a way that it will pain me if it's not what I was hoping.
0: Yes, True. Also, I found that about a lot of things that I liked as a kid, and I think part of it it was that when we were kids, there was only, like, if you said you liked Star Wars, mm-hmm. you liked three movies.
1: Right. Well, and books.
0: And, like, well, but there were books, but, like, that didn't enter into it re- for me, at least. Like, like right. and that was the, the the part of it, the fan part of the fandom I wasn't aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just kept growing. Um, If I said I liked Star Trek, it was a handful of movies and you honestly like, yeah, you could watch the original show, but like, you didn't really need to. (laughs) (laughs) Like there are a lot of, but now it's like, no, there, there is so much other media. There's always books, comic books, like the, the canon of this, of these properties is so large that it's not that I'm not a fan. It's that like. yeah i'm only i've only ever i've only ever been a fan to a point right <laughs> and i rely on other people to fill me in on what i'm missing because right. i i've come to accept that i'm not i'm not passionate enough i guess about literally anything like it's not even that star wars isn't captivating enough right. it's that i'm really lazy <laughs> like
1: I don't. oh good that's how i feel too <laughs> There's too much. There's too much to watch. There's you can't too much. You can read and everything. You can't get it all. But
0: No. No. Which is why I always think it's funny when, like, Dustin will be like, you're the, like... So when he, like, does the assignments, it's like there'll be, like, somebody, like, Kurt does Marvel movies. But then, Dustin, for whatever reason, has made me uh, Spider-Man movies. I only really, like... I read a lot of X-Men. Like I read a bunch of st- <laughs> Spider-Man or even other Marvels. I literally only read if it had mutants, I read it. So it's really it's always really hard for me to be like I know what's going on with Morbius. <laughs> I don't <laughs> fucking know Morbius. <laughs> so, um what I'm saying is, it's really hard to be an internet expert. Yeah. On anything. Yeah. because it requires caring
1: or a uh lack of shame to be able to just definitively state your uh your opinion.
0: Oh no, I do that. That's how you <laughs> that's how you paper over the vast uh, lack of knowledge.
1: Oh, okay. That's the part that's the part I need to work on, I think.
0: You yeah, you need to really if you just drop the shackles of shame,
1: mm-hmm.
0: everything becomes much easier.
1: Yeah, I still feel shame most of the time.
0: Oh, don't. Except
1: for when it comes to making fun of Dustin.
0: Oh, God, yeah, no. Yeah. Honestly, if anyone should feel shame, it's Dustin. Yeah. For...
1: How does he not feel shame?
0: He's probably too busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he claims. He was so yeah. busy he didn't watch television.
1: So much TV that he had to watch that he just froze up.
0: So, are we going to make him talk about all of, like, two weeks worth of television next week?
1: That sounds like a, I mean, that sounds great in part because uh, we're still probably going to be clinging to the hour long format, I assume. Right. And it's less uh, for
0: us to do. I mean, we've just carried an entire podcast without this. this We should really take a back seat.
1: This is like three episodes worth of work that we've just done. So. yeah yeah. so Dustin should at least have to talk about two weeks worth of TV Um, again in five minutes like uh, you know because why else yeah no we'll time him
0: and we'll and he can't pick we have to lob them at him yeah (laughs) we can also um, make him talk about every individual episode (laughs) of Night Sky (laughs) but we ask but we lob them at him out of order right we're like season one episode six go (laughs)
1: i'm sure that, that that will do well um i'm he'll he'll definitely he'll definitely have that he'll down. do fine he'll yeah. be fine um oh, we so. talked about we talked about some tv uh oh and the boys is coming back this week right yeah we said that okay. we're good we're good is there anything else coming up to, to watch
0: i mean we're all gonna be watching the boys
1: yeah um, oh uh to fulfill my uh supposed duties as the uh, comedy editor uh Netflix <laughs> today released the uh Norm Macdonald uh special uh Oh yeah nothing special uh and I watched it today so I have actually seen it um I have not seen there's there's like about a 30 minute segment that's um it's like mm-hmm. comedi- a bunch of comedians discussing Like, they've watched it and now they're talking about the special and, like, Norman legacy. I haven't seen that part yet. Oh, yeah. But the special, it's interesting because it's just him at his computer or, you know, in front of a screen, you know, or in front of a camera talking. Right. um, Because he, like,
0: shot it from home. It was, like, a pandemic special, kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there's no, there's no, uh, there's no audience. There's no anything. Um, it's interesting because it's very loose and free form and, um, you know, some of it feels very first draft and like, you know, like stuff that if he had had the time, he would have worked out and, you know, sharpened. Right. Um, and, and there's some stuff that's like, they're like genuine like jokes where you're like, oh, that was a good joke. Um, and so it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting, it's like seeing someone's notebook. It feels like that, which is kind of an interesting uh, thing to get to experience because you usually don't get to see that, especially not in film specials, right? The film special is perfect. It's like they've worked out this material for a year, if not years. Um, But this is much more like if you got to, you know, it feels a little bit, it has the vibe of like, if you were, you know, hanging out with him and he said like, let me, can I try some of these jokes on you? Um, Right. Which is kind of a, it's kind of a bittersweet way to experience it. So, yeah. Um, it's not, you know, it's not the funniest special, but, um, but there's still some jokes in there and there's, you know, there's some, uh, I don't know. If you like Norm Macdonald, you'll enjoy it for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um, wait, I had, I thought of something to make fun of Dustin about. <laughs> Shoot. What was it? Um oh one uh he totally i don't know if anyone caught this this week he baited us with his uh SNL uh, oh who yes. got the least screen right. time yeah we all knew it was aristotle he didn't need to do that mm-hmm. and he like made us read it the whole mm-hmm. way
1: that was that was a that was an attack a personal attack it was it felt very personal
0: Um, and he's just got, he needs to have another ax to grind because Kyle Mooney's leaving. Right. So that was stupid. Um, he wrote something else that, oh, I don't remember. I mean, there's, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, blah. Um, (laughs) oh, oh, and he did a whole post on, uh, Time Traveler's wife and how uncomfortable he is. Uh, with the blowjob thing, and didn't once mention that it's just masturbation. So, right, I kind of feel like we should really be questioning his understanding of both time travel mechanics and sex.
1: I mean, if anything, it really feels like this makes him the least qualified to cover shows with uh, time holes. <laughs>
0: It's true. <laughs> but as we've just discussed, what really makes you an expert in something is passion. And if right. there's one thing that Dustin has passion for, it's holes.
1: Yep. Yeah. Dustin <laughs> loves his holes.
0: <laughs> Love <laughs> Dustin's hole watch.
1: Dustin's hole watch.
0: We'll uh, be back next week.
1: Yeah. That feels like a good place to end. Um we almost went an hour, which is insane.
0: Yeah, we this was going to be a short episode where we just bash Dustin. Yeah. Um so anyway, if you ever hear us agree with Dustin, just remember w- we need help. Yeah. Send help.
1: Call the authorities. Um Yes. Whichever ones. All of them, doesn't matter. All of them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have a good night. Have a good night everybody. <laughs>